some of our viewers and some of you may know that on the 25th anniversary, it was recently the 25th anniversary of Father Anthony Gramlich and my, myself and our vows. We made our first vows in 1997. It was really August 15th, like everybody else, but we didn't want to try to do that at the same time as all the other guys were making their first vows and renewing vows. So we, we chose the octave to celebrate. But there's another thing that happened 25 years ago with the Marians. The Marians bought a house in Steubenville, Ohio, and I was part of the first group to go. Uh, it was Father Don Calloway, myself, and one of the postulants. And so Father Joe Roche was the, um, the priest who would be with us at this residence, not a house yet, but a residence of the Washington, D.C. house. And so this house in Steubenville was where we uh, were able to go to school uh, as brothers in the Marians. Uh, and so now, still to this day, we have uh, brothers, uh, Marians, who are getting uh, a bachelor's sometimes or getting their philosophy there. Uh, and so we have students. We'll have, in fact, I think, I don't know if it's all or most of the guys who made first vows are going to Sumanville. So uh, they will go and learn there. And I had the opportunity to, uh, in Sumanville, learn under Dr. Scott Hahn, uh, of course. So, so I, I'm using this passage. I remember I, this was a confusing passage, but of course he had a few things to say about it. Now I'm sure there's many sources to learn about this gospel passage, uh, and many people talk about these things these days, but back then, uh, the commentaries were not necessarily all that great. Sometimes uh, they were rather uh, slim on something useful. You could look in a commentary and say, I can't, I can't use any, there's nothing here. Uh, but Dr. Hahn was poring over commentaries, poring over things, and he knew he found good stuff, which there is. There's a lot of good stuff a lot of even ancient commentaries that are very good, but you have to, you had to, in those days, dig for them. And now a lot of uh, scripture scholars have brought this out more. But in the case of this gospel reading, we have that strange passage where Jesus says to Nathanael, who is Bartholomew, uh, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Okay, so he saw him under the fig tree. But then Nathanael says, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Why is he suddenly believing in Jesus? Why does he suddenly believe that this is the Messiah, the, the King of Israel? Uh, because you have to know your Old Testament. Uh, and uh, if we study the Old Testament well, we will find passages that relate to this. So there's a number, but I'll, I'll just give two. First uh, Kings chapter 5, verse 5. Thus Judah and Israel lived in security. Every man under his vine or under his fig tree from Dan to Beersheba, as long as Solomon lived. Solomon, of course, a type of Jesus. Uh, he reigns and it is a peaceful reign. In fact, his name, Shlomo, Solomon, means peace. So, uh, so he... Uh, is this rain, the reigning leader, and this phrase comes up. 
every, every uh, man under his vine or under his fig tree, in security, lived in security. So the idea of living under one's fig tree is symbolic of living in security. The idea of a peaceful uh, life, being able to have this agrarian peaceful life, uh, having tending to vines of grapes perhaps, tending to fig trees, having a peaceful life. And this is a sign of security, of peace. And there's a prophecy in Micah chapter 4 that says, about, it's talking about the messianic age. This, of course, being the age of, after the second coming of Jesus, really, but also, in one sense, after the first coming of Jesus. It says in, actually, chapter 4, verse 4. Interesting, that's interesting. So it's chapter 5, verse 5, I just read from. This is chapter 4, verse 4. Every man shall sit under his own vine or under his own fig tree, undisturbed, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. And this is are surrounded by talking about the Messiah. The previous verse, he shall judge between many peoples and impose terms on strong and distant nations. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not raise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. Later on, talking about how... Uh, for all the peoples walk each in the name of its God, but we will walk in the name of the Lord, our God, forever and ever. And so the, the messianic age has this peaceful sense that there will be peace. The nations will all come to complete peace. And part of that symbolic is every man shall sit under his own vine or under his own fig tree undisturbed. So Nathaniel was apparently sitting under a fig tree, perhaps his own fig tree, and he was probably thinking about this passage, and perhaps others, that refer to the Messianic age, the age when uh, the Messiah will come and bring complete peace, not the temporary peace of Solomon, but complete peace. And so when Jesus says, before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree, he immediately recognizes that I was just thinking about the Messiah under the fig tree, and this guy is telling me he saw me under the fig tree. So he must be the Messiah. He draws this conclusion. Uh, first, he says, can anything good come from Nazareth? Because uh, the Messiah comes from Bethlehem. That's the scripture. Uh, the Messiah comes from Bethlehem. In fact, that's in Micah also. <laughs> that's in the same, the, same, uh, uh, the same book. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, too small to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel. So, so Micah, so perhaps Bartholomew had just read Micah recently. And Micah chapter 5 starts out with the Bethlehem messianic prophecy. But chapter 4 has this thing about under his own vine or fig tree. So perhaps uh, Bartholomew, Nathaniel, was, was thinking about this book, the book of the prophet Micah, 
He was thinking about how the, the, the Messiah comes from Bethlehem. So he says, can anything good come from Nazareth? And so he says, the Messiah doesn't come from Nazareth. But then the fig tree passage, the fig tree reference, he immediately says that this must be the Messiah. So, so the book of Micah is clearly in his mind. So this is the kind of thing I learned from Dr. Scott Hahn. You know, Dr. Scott, uh, he, he was able to, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of uh, scripture scholars talk about this, but it seemed like it got lost. There was perhaps uh, uh, a strong attempt even to basically lose a lot of good scripture interpretation. Uh, the scripture commentaries that come out in the 1960s and 70s, no one, you ever see anybody talk about them? No, because you can't really use them. <laughs> There's not much there. <laughs> so so I, never, I never reference a commentary from the 60s or 70s. There's not much there. <laughs> Even the 80s. Uh, but uh, so, so yes, it's, you have to go to older sources or you have to just work on it yourself. Sometimes these scholars just work on it themselves and say, hey, I can make these connections. So it's good to do that, to, to look at what these scholars have written uh, and to be able to work with these passages. To think about, there's a lot of important aspects to the messianic prophecies of the Old Testament. And Jesus fulfills them in all different ways, little, small and big. And here, Nathaniel, Bartholomew, immediately recognizes this must be the Messiah. He is understanding. Uh, he, he, knows, he, he knows what to say exactly to get Nathaniel to respond the way he does. And so today, we've, and also, of course, that reference, uh, here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. So Nathaniel is said to be uh, one who speaks his mind. He says what he says. He doesn't play around with words. He doesn't um, make uh, light or he doesn't make things. He doesn't, he's not sarcastic. Now, you might say, can anything good come from Nazareth? He might be being a little sarcastic, but actually he's being serious. He's being serious. Can anything good come from Nazareth? He's, he's saying, that's not where I... You know, we have found the, the one, we have found the Messiah. He's like, yeah, but uh, Nazareth, really? So he's, he's actually being serious there. But then he's immediately also very serious when he says, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. So Nathaniel speaks his mind, and he comes across as someone who is just going to speak his mind. He's not going to, you know, pretend or he's not going to, try to please people, he's just going to speak his mind. And so today we think of this Nathaniel, who is also Bartholomew, his example as someone who is serious about what he says. His yes is yes, his no is no. And he doesn't uh, try to uh, make people feel good, he just says what's on his mind. And so today it's good to think about that. A lot of saints have been that way, uh, and the saints show us that need for honesty, for simplicity, for truth, and we see that in the case of uh, Bartholomew, who is someone who has no duplicity, does not say one thing, then turns around and says another. He says 
what he thinks. And he is uh, someone who there's, is trustworthy, of course, then he's very trustworthy. Uh, and so he can then preach well. He can explain well. And I'm sure he was a great preacher, even though we don't have any of his preaching. But he would have been a strong preacher. And of course, he is martyred, as we know, for preaching the gospel, someone who uh, was willing to give up his life for Jesus. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.